go live with a thousand followers because that's the you know the limit for uh, TikTok. Uh, how did that work out for you? I never made a video. <laughs> I didn't really even know how. I mean, <laughs> it was you. You don't understand. And people are like, "Are you on the gram? Are you on the gram?" And I'm like, "Well, I am, but I don't know my username." <laughs> and somebody was like, "Oh, I know. It's Miss Dutchy. You know, whatever it was Miss Dutchy or Miss Dutchy seventy three. They're like, I've, I've been stalking you. I, I can tell you what your Instagram is because I'm like." I don't even know. I am so, like I said, this was totally nothing that I, this was not in my plans. And that's Miss Dutchie from part one of this uh, segment. And my little message that I had with it, when I take away my motto for 2023, trust the process. But it's really what her message is. And part two of our message was using creativity. And uh, I, I, that's what she does. She makes cups. And how cool is that? I um, wanted to do a two-part episode here because I just wanted to break down uh, and really give the time for this episode. So this one is going to be the full uh, recording with her. And she goes into a lot of different things of why why she does what she does, a little bit of her family and social media and balancing all of it. And using creativity to combat grief is really what resonated with me and even getting her to do a recording on Wave On. Welcome to the show. I'm Misty, your host, by the way. And we're talking about here part two of the two broken down segments. I believe episode 59, part one, and this is episode 60. And woo, 60. <laughs> and so I, the com, the combating grief with creativity, me being already like a creative person and my my stress relief and what I do, I create a lot of things for my business even. But what really resonated with me within my first year of losing my dad was coloring. And I already was, I know, coloring. I already had a collection of coloring books. So my friend, at the end of paddleboard season, she's like, you're going to have more time on your hands. And I was kind of um, dreading it as well. And she had gifted me a sketchbook with a pack of water, or no, oil-based pastels with a bunch of different colors so all I kept doing was just creating no non-judgmental water scenes and just flowing out shades of blue with a sunset and uh, painting Tahoe because that's one of my favorite places to paddleboard so last year actually at the end of the season celebrating five years of Luna Moon the if you're a student and you received a coloring page booklet they were loose pages with very abstract scenes and I laugh at that because you know that was that was just someone else's creativity but on the back it said with very abstract scenes and I'm like these are actually very abstract designs they weren't really of anything you couldn't really identify it being a leaf or a pattern on a sweater it was just very random but how cool is that it's just like non-judgmental you know so you don't have to color it green like a leaf or a nature scene it's just like here use your colored pencils or markers and just go to town like the using the power of the pen to go through some drama or uh, negativity you know just create something you know fun visual to the eye colorful if a blue is your favorite color doing the shades of blue and maybe some greens that make it teal so yeah I went to art school Um, (laughs) if you didn't know that about me uh, I went to art school so I could be an art, art school teacher if I want I guess but um, no, I, I like I like introducing this to students, clients of mine, because pedalboarding is supposed to be a stress relief, but we can't do it all the time. It's not, you know, unless, you know, <laughs> we have a pool, <laughs> I guess. Um, I'm making jokes aside, but really, you know, it is a stress relief. It is getting out in nature and breathing fresh air and all of those things, being active, too, to... Um, combat stress 
So the coloring book is just kind of a um, a symbol or a tool for um, the girls that are mostly girls that come out for my classes and celebrating five years of Luna Moon. So they were super surprised when I would hand this to them and I would say, look, just, you know, fill the pages. So now I have to see what you've done over winter so far. I've I have one that I've been coloring on and maybe I'll post it. I don't know. We'll see. But um, yeah, combating um grief with creativity so let's dive into this episode i don't want to keep you too much longer we do have pool dates uh again february march april all the way to may and then lunamoonshpyoga.com go there there's new merch and i'm going to be doing a show here in sylvan lake at the end of february uh, uh february 26th february 25th is the pool the 26th i will be doing a show in sylvan lake at the community center and i'll be highlighting all the things of luna moon my product my art that are all natural and maybe some other things we'll see we'll see what shakes down here in the next few weeks <laughs> what have i been creative what have i been creative oh my gosh what have i been creating there we go i am trying to get this episode out for you to listen and i can't get the words out fast enough <laughs> anyway let's dive in ah oh, miss dutchy I love that you are on the podcast here and you're going to share. Um, and this is, and honestly, to kick this off, for me, this is a very different way uh, that um, I've invited somebody on. You're from TikTok, and a lot of people that I've had on have been from Instagram. So you're the first TikToker sharing here. Wow. Uh, welcome to the show. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. And um, yeah, such a... Um, well, I guess it's just the way the world is on the the social media aspect and all of that. Um, you know, I've been wa I've been watching your lives, and I, they're just you know I don't even know how I came across you really. Uh, it, it was a while ago, like a few months ago, and I thought, how cool is that? You've got these cups spinning. I have to describe this really quick. You got these <laughs> these cups spinning. And you're, you know, you're putting down um, colors and stuff, and I'm just listening to you, you talk. I, I mean, I'm genuinely just intrigued by people, and I, I, you know, I guess that's part of having a podcast. Sure. And um, I'm like, wow, that is so cool. So, and then I don't know, it just kind of snowballed out of that. Um, and then one night I, I woke up and I'm like, oh my god, she's still on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I get that a lot. You're still on, like they'll say you know, I've been to sleep and I'm back and you're still on, you know, uh, and that is true, especially now with, um, Dutchy after dark, it's, uh, <laughs> we have late, late hours. Yes. How did you get started with this? Um, well, with the whole TikTok thing, I, it, it started as, um, I didn't even know anything about TikTok or anything like that. And, my kids would talk about TikTok and I'm like, I am, I'm too old for that. I'm not getting on TikTok. I'm not here for that, you know? And, um, my, my father passed away in September. And so, um, I was just looking for something to, um, I don't know, I, I guess it kind of a way to grieve. And, um, it was probably sometime in November, I saw um, some rhinestone cups and I was like, oh, my daughter would totally, totally love that. So I went to look about buying them and I saw the price and I was like, oh, okay, I could totally make that for that price. And then once I got started making the rhinestone cups, I completely understood why the prices were what they were. But I started as um, I started rhinestoning and then you know, my goal was just, I've got to get to a thousand followers. So, so I could go live. I had no intentions, but I think in my brain, I was, that was my goal. You know, I had to set some kind of a goal. So I got to a thousand followers and then I was like, oh gosh, I can't go live. I could, I could never do that. And we had a group of probably 30, um, 99% of us were women. We would have some gentlemen that popped in and out, but the, our regulars, as we call them, um, was, there was about 30 of us and, you know, we would get on there. And so one night I was just like, 
I'm just going to do it. I'm, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to hit live and whatever happens, happens. And um, so I, I came out, I hit the live button. And I mean, I was literally like right up staring into the phone and I had no idea it had started recording. And then I sp- saw somebody say, um, hello or whatever. And I was like, oh, hi, everybody. And from there, it just kind of took off. You know, you can imagine yeah. this almost 49 year old lady sitting here not knowing it's recording. And so from there, like I said, it just, it kind of snowballed. And so we had a, a following of about 30 of us, predominantly women where, you know, we would talk hot flashes, uh, hormones, you know, just life in general. And, um, I would just sit in rhinestone and I got to where I saw epoxy cups. I would see other creators and I watched a lot of you, lots and lots and lots of YouTube videos. And, and I thought I could probably do that. Why don't we try that? And, um, you know, my second live I ever had, I had 1600 people in my live and I was just, I was flipping out and, um, I was just talking, we were having a good old time. And all of a sudden I call it, I got the white screen of death. You know, it said, you've been banned. And I was like, for what? Mm -hmm. And um, so I appealed. And of course there was nothing there. I think it ended up just being somebody that did not like that. I had so many followers at that time, you know? Oh, wow. So I just, I kept right on going. And I mean, for almost what, three months now, I have been live every single night except for two nights. And that was because um, our Wi-Fi was completely knocked out. It, it happened across the nation. And of course, you know, we were some of the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it just, like I said, it started from there. And um, we went from a group of about 30 to um, we have had 36. I was corrected last night. I thought it was lower than that, but one of my mods said we have had 36.6 thousand people in my life before. And I've said, I'm so glad I didn't look up there and see that number (laughs) (laughs) because I would have just flipped out. You know, I mean, it's bad enough to 10, 15, uh, but to see 36.6 thousand, I would have just, I would have cracked like an egg. I'm sure. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How do, do you even know? How does that even happen with that many numbers? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, I knew I'm so used to the comments just, and they just, they even, they skip. They don't really even scroll. There are so many comments and things happen so quickly that they just, like I said, they don't even scroll. They just jump. Yeah. And um, like, it's, I, I try not to look at that number because I don't want it to make me nervous or, you know, not, not cause me to change, but you know, change. Well, I guess basically change anything I do or say, because yeah, um, I, I don't want that, but I knew that, uh, I know if it's a, it's a big, big number that I get a little more nervous. So I try not to pay much attention to that. Yeah. Because you're creating live. Right. And I think when I first saw it, um, I guess when I was like, you know, internalizing it in my head, and I thought, wow, and then these people are watching and they're commenting and they're liking and this and that. And uh, like you said, the jump even, because I'll see it, you know, on, on the other side, it's like, yeah, I didn't even, you can't even see all the comments um, if they go that fast. And I thought to myself, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, when um, people do characters of you, like draw at a, a carnival or a festival or something like that. And, but yet it's like this modern day version cause you're alive and every, anyone can, they don't, they're not in an event, they're at home and right. it's so unique and so like intriguing and well, I, you know, it's a lot of things I think, but, um, for you though, to be passionately doing, you know, art and stuff and then people commenting and then a ton of people in there, I can't imagine. It's almost like you want to put blinders on, I would think. I, I do. I, um, and, you know, like we have, I'm really working on not addressing the trolls and all that kind of stuff because I don't want it to take away, you know, my platform is a very um, safe, positive, accepting, inclusive environment. And so I try not to give 
the trolls their two seconds. But now last night, for instance, I'm not having that because I Zoom with my clients on a separate device. So I'm live on TikTok, but I'm actually Zooming privately with the client. And for some odd reason, people think that it is okay to um, help them create their cup. And so, you know, I have my slogan, mind your own cup Mm -hmm. so that, and, and I addressed it last night and they're like, you're feeding the trolls. And I'm like, no, but if I have a client that is paying me to create their cup and paying me for their time, then they should be able to come on and make a cup without any, um, rebuttal or, you know, oh, I would not pick that color. Um, It needs more. Add in some of this, you know, it is their cup. And I said, and I told him, I was like, guys, it's very disrespectful when somebody is trying to make their cup the way they want it. And you are either judging them or now if they ask, as I kind of say, poll the audience, what color should I do? What secret sauce should I do? That's totally different. If they are asking by all means, you know, fire away. But if they are not, you need to mind your own cup because people are creating what they want to create and they should be able to do that freely. And so last night, you know, and that it kind of set me off and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to address the trolls in that manner. They can come at me. That's fine. I'm not going to give them the time of day, but they're not going to be disrespectful to whoever it is that I have on zoom to create their cup. That's just disrespectful. And that's right. I'm not here for that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the whole, the whole other aspect. You have someone over here that you need to direct to them one-on-one. I mean, everyone else is, you know, we're kind of like, you know, peanuts in the gallery back there, like watching and, um, yeah, then to alter someone's, um, decision on a color or something like that. And yeah, that's, it's, um, yeah, it's like a little web there of different, um, aspects of what's going on. So you, yeah, right. you, you kind of have a lot going on. <laughs> I do. I do. And like I said, I'm, I'm trying to juggle, um, the live stream and the clients and, um, you know, my, my moderators are just, there is no way that I could, nor would I attempt to do this without them. They are, they are so on it and they, and that's what I have told people is just, do not mention the trolls. Do not mention that. They will get to them. They will They will be able to make some comments before they can catch up because there's so many people in there. Mm-hmm. But rest assured, those mods will get them. Mm-hmm. And um, and while they are trying to catch up, the, the whole Dutchie dynasty is they, my, my followers have just kind of labeled themselves they are Dutchie dynasty. Um, they mm-hmm. will... They will bless, block, and release, as I say. Again, that's my, my motto is to bless, block, them, and re- release them. And, <laughs> boy, they will do it quick, like, and in a hurry. They don't play either. So um, we are Dutchy strong for sure. And if somebody comes in and uh, they are not about what my platform stands for, boy, will they let them know very quickly. <laughs> that's awesome, though. You've got, you've got that, yeah, strong backing. Are the mods people that you actually know or um, a happen? couple of them are um, a few of them, you know, I have my best friend and then uh, my sister Lala, who has become very, um, she is recognized out now too, you know, and uh, so I have um, maybe four or five, something like that. I'm allowed 20 mods is all. Okay. So you can imagine 20 people trying to control. We average anywhere from seven to right now, 12 to 15,000. It just varies. But I mean, we have, we have over 6,000 almost regularly. And so you can imagine 20 people I'm allowed to moderate. And of course they're not all on at the same times either. So those select few trying to moderate for, for that many people is just, it's really something, but the majority of the moderators were people that followed me when I had, when I had my following of about 30 people, you know, we had that small group and it was so funny because the night that it just started taking off, uh, we had several of my, uh, OGs in there. And so 
I was just clicking. I was like, you're a moderator. You're a moderator. And when I got off, you know, I emailed everybody and messaged them. I was like, I hope you're okay with that because it just, it literally happened overnight and the comments and everything. And I was like, I need some help. So I was like, you get to be a moderator. You get to be a moderator. And they have been people that are with me and they're still with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they have followed me since day one. And um, while I don't really, I didn't know them before, we have kind of created a, a family uh, we have a chat group together and we, we have just kind of created a family where we are, um, we still talk life. We still talk everything. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talk some things moderator, but yeah, it's, um, I could, I couldn't do it without, without them and without my, with my dynasty. Yeah. yeah that the would support, be possible. The support group for sure. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. That's so cool. And, you know, and in the organic growth that happened for you as well. Um, you know, did you do a lot of just videos before you were able to go live with a thousand followers? Because that's the, you know, the limit for, uh, TikTok. How did that work out for you? I never made a video. I didn't really even know how, I mean, it was, you, you don't understand. And people are like, are you on the gram? Are you on the gram? And I'm like, well, I am, but I don't know my username. And somebody was like, oh, I know it's Miss Dutchy, you know, whatever it was, Miss Dutchy or Miss Dutchy 73. They're like, I've, I've been stalking you. I, I can tell you what your Instagram is because I'm like, I don't even know. I am so, like I said, this was totally nothing that I, this was not in my plans to, to do this. And so, and everybody still gets tickled because, um, yeah, I didn't have any videos. I, I mean, I had nothing. I had to, I had to have my, my daughter, who's not even allowed to have TikTok, but somehow she knew how to operate TikTok. Oh. <laughs> um, I had to have her help me like create the accounts. And then it took me forever to find the live button. And that's why I said I pushed it and I didn't even know how it was going to happen. And I'm just sitting there looking at the camera, waiting for it to come on. I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I saw I was just sitting there looking, you know, like waiting for it to come on. And I see these comments and I'm like, oh. Oh, hey, everybody. And so then I just start talking. But yeah, I know nothing. And and, and again, um, a few days ago, I was live with Howie Mandel on, <laughs> on my live. And you talking about lost balls and tall weeds. N- neither one of us, his daughter was trying to help him connect, you know, uh, to come to me. Well, he didn't know. And so I was live and they're like, you're going to have to get off and go to his because he doesn't know how to invite you or you need to invite him. And I said, I don't know how to invite him. And so (laughs) my duchies were trying to tell me how to invite him. His daughter was trying to tell him how to invite me. And it's just, I said, that really shows you um, how, how out of the loop I am. I'm still, somebody will say, can you invite me or can you do this? And, I still, even after all this, this time of being on there, 95% of the functions and the, the ability to, I don't know how to request anybody, anything like that. I mean, I just, if somebody pops up or whatever, I can review it, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so out of the loop that, yeah. I I have to laugh because you, you just rolled off and said, yeah, Howie Mandel. And we don't know what we're doing. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. You had Howie Mandel in your live and you guys are trying to. Yes. And we were both just trying to figure it out, you know, and it was funny. It was more comical us trying to figure out um, how to, uh, how to connect because they came over and, and it started, his daughter is a very, very loyal follower of mine. Okay. And I didn't know. And he was like, I have heard and heard and heard about Ms. Dutchie, Miss Dutchie, you know, and um, his dad, Mrs. Dutchie this. And so he was like, come on over. You know, I said, I can't invite you. I don't know how to invite you. And so, so funny. I went over and into his live. And then even from there, he could not figure out how to connect with me. And so he would hit accept. And it was so funny because he would hit accept and somebody would pop up on the screen. He was like, Oh wait, you're not Mrs. Dutchie and click. He would turn it off, you know, and he would try somebody. And so he's like, Mrs. Dutchie throw up some red hearts. So I put red hearts. Well then so did like, you know, uh, several thousand people were putting, he was like, well, that's not going to work. So, I mean, it was comical just trying to get connected. And then, 
of course, I mean, it's Howie Mandel. So the conversation itself was just hilarious, you know, but he was such a, he is such a, a genuine supportive. I mean, his, his words were like super, super kind and just, um, he was, he was amazing. He really was. That's awesome. I mean, even does just, so it's like your whole journey has just been like, well, I, I'm just doing cups, but yeah, I introduced TikTok and trying to do these things and have some goals and stuff like that. But it's like you really just trust the process. I, I do. And that is that is another one of my slogans, you know, because <laughs> I'll drop inks. And it's so funny. You can tell people that just pop in, you know, and they're like, uh, what are you doing? What are those blobs? You know, and then all the duchies are like, trust the process, trust the process. Yeah. She's going to wake it up. Trust the process. You know, and then everybody's like, oh, my gosh. But yeah, it's, it is a whole, this whole journey is a trust the process journey. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you have supportive family and, and that are by your side, you know, physically as well, which is awesome. That's so cool. Yes. My, my husband, he is truly, he is the brains of the operation, but he goes to bed early because just this morning I was on live until 4 a.m. And he was already up to go to work and he comes and stands at the door to the shop and he's like, and everybody before was like, Miss Dutchie, you, you, you've got to get offline, Mr. It's about time for Mr. Dutchie to get up and he's going to come out there and you're still on, you know, that kind of thing. So, <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it is. It is very, he is very uh, behind the scenes. He does not like to come on camera or anything like that. And, um, so yeah, they're always like Mr. Dutchie reveal, Mr. Dutchie reveal. And he, he's strictly behind the scenes, but I do, um, he helps me. And when the kids get out of school, uh, little do they know they're going to be helping mom. Like they can help box up orders oh, and cool. stuff like that. So it'll be a little more of a, of a family operation because my, and I'd get some bash backlash over it, but I don't allow my kids to be on social media. They are not, I don't allow them to be visible in my TikTok. you know, mm -hmm people feel like they know them because they hear them and, you know, and Joe, my, my, oh, my yeah. six year old, he will have heard Joe. <laughs> inch over. Yes. But, um, I'm very, that's one thing I, I will not waver. Um, I just, uh, it's not the place and, yeah. um, I will not allow my, my kids to be on here. I could see that. I mean, you but gotta, they will be helping mom. <laughs> gotta leave a little bit of mystery behind the scenes, sure. you know, right. You can't tell yes. it all. I, I know I like hearing him on the side. I don't have to see him. I, I, I like, but I do like hearing him the other night. It was something about a phone, I think is what I call yes. it. Yes. <laughs> he, uh, he, he made a cup. He got to pick colors. We, on the weekends it's on Monday through Friday is when I have my appointments and then Tuesdays and Thursdays in the afternoon. And so everybody, they were like, let the kids make a cup. And so Joe made a cup. And when he picked the colors, I was like, oh, mercy sakes, this is going to be terrible because he picked some of the, and I'm telling you, it's one of the best cups that I ever made. And he told them, he was like, mommy, it's, it's, and this again, this is constant in my chat. If you, if they ref, anybody references Joe, it's about his knowledge because he was like, and they heard him. They said, he said, mommy, I knew it was going to be an awesome cup. And I said, well, how did you know? He said, because I have knowledge. And I said, knowledge about what? And he said, knowledge about knowledge. And so now that is the whole thing. Joe has the knowledge. Joe has the knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, his cups and all of kids' cups are amazing. And I think it's just because they know what they want. There's none of this. Well, do I want Curacao blue or Lake blue? Oh, wait, no, maybe I want... Um, metallic blue they're just like i want blue i want red i want orange i want yellow and they know the colors they want and their cups are always amazing but mm -hmm. yeah it's a uh, they're gonna get more than what they bargained for because they're gonna get to help all right but uh <laughs> that's cool it's gonna be behind the scenes yes yeah definitely yeah the kid kids have that like you know this is it and i i kind of experienced that um with a workshop I had with uh, beads and making bracelets mm -hmm. and I had the adults one time they took forever. And I thought I know I never did one with little kids, but we had a group of um, eight year old girls and I thought this is probably going to take like an hour and a half. Who knows? It wasn't. They were like, 
I want this color, da, 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 lined it all up. And I'm like, oh my God, we were done in less than 50 minutes. And the adults were like all over the place. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just a different, you know, different mindset, which is, sure. you know, appreciative right. as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I, um, so, I mean, I love, I love like your whole, whole process, trust the process, but you know, I have to also kind of highlight that, like, I feel like you are though, um, whether you're doing it subconsciously or not, or kind of planting a little seed, maybe, so to speak of, of being just a little more eco aware, uh, you know, you're building or making cups that are reusable and I can't imagine that, well, I'll show you my cup. I need a cup. Hint, hint. Absolutely. <laughs> Look what I'm using. <laughs> it's all right. it's all beat up. It still serves a pur- purpose. But when you have something that is beautiful and like so thought out, and they get to build it and and pick the yeah. colors and stuff, how cool is that? Um, it's like an, another encouraging thought as to reuse, you know, your 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 drinkware. Right, right. They are um, they're stainless steel tumblers, so. Um, yes, they are hand wash only. No, they cannot go in the microwave. Just disclaimer. Let me, we get those all the time, but, um, that is true. They are, um, they are a little more eco-friendly. They are reusable. And what I have found that is, that was a big, that was a very popular, um, thing that I, I added because we initially tried to do it over the TikTok, you know, um, they would pick their colors. And then there was this whole, um, the trolls created, I was, I was talking with the client over TikTok and someone actually stole her picture while we were talking and made a screen name and just changed, added one extra letter. And so even my moderators, because they try to watch the chat. And so uh-huh. they even, they were like, no, she said, I can't, it, it was something, this, it was over the sauce. I remember that, the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wanted light, but the troll kept saying she wanted dark secret sauce. Well, they thought that was her, it was her picture. It was her name oh, no. and all that kind of stuff. So there was this whole big rigmarole. And that is why I went back to Zoom. I was like, I'm doing it exclusively by Zoom because I don't want that to happen anymore, but they're, you know, one of the perks of doing it on zoom, like you said, they get to create their cup, but all too often, you know, I'll say, they'll say, you know, that's really pretty. Do you think if we added some green in there that that would look good? I'm like, absolutely. So they have the ability to actually see their cup, see the inks on the cup and then tweak it to what they like. So, um, you know, if they say, well, Hey, let's add some green. I think that would be pretty. Yeah. So they add some green. Well, what about, um, you know, if we add, uh, some silver, so it allows them to kind of see it being made and then get to tweak it to what they, what they really, really have in mind. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Such a, such a unique thing, you know, uh, I love hearing about it. I, you know, I, I, I do love watching the lives. I can't believe that you can commit to every night at eight o'clock <laughs> right on the dot. <laughs> right. And if it is eight Oh one, they will, they'll let me know. Oh, you're late. Everything. Okay. You know? And it's so funny because they know now I'm on for so long. Um, they'll be like, drink, you know, get, get you a drink of your water, you know, or get you a snack. Um, and all this kind of stuff. They are, they're very, um, very supportive. Like I said, in many, many ways, they, they remind me to get something to drink. They're like, hydrate, you know, get your snack, do this, do that. And so it is. And now on Dutchie after dark, um, you know, we had an amazing, amazing Dutchie after dark last night. You people may hop in and we'll be crying from laughing so hard, you know, I mean, just, um, I have my guest, you know, um, Daniel Renee and I actually kind of started it when TikTok was having this um, showdown thing and we would get on and battle and stuff like that. And it just turned into um, almost like kind of like a podcast of sorts, but it was just live. And um, so you might pop in and we'll be laughing and just, I mean, belly laughing. And then in 30 minutes, I mean, we'll be crying. We'll be very emotional because 
you know, we're talking life, we're talking struggles, we're talking all the things that are very, very hard to talk about that get, you know, pushed under the rug, whatever. And um, we have, I mean, at four o'clock this morning, I still had 800 people in my life at four o'clock this morning. And, um, you know, Dutchie, Dutchie after dark has been, has, has really taken off and really grown. And while I'm so, so, so proud and so grateful and humble for my business that has taken off, um, I am more blessed and more thankful that I'm able to provide that space during Dutchy after dark where people can come in. And, you know, last night we were talking about how, um, if you're not okay, tell somebody you're not okay. Don't, um, don't feel like you're alone or don't, um, suffer the consequences of not being okay. You know, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, we had somebody reach out that said, I'm not okay. And so that whole, that whole segment was just devoted to, uh, we rallied together and, and were trying to pull resources and just, and that is rewarding. I still get goosebumps, but that is, that is rewarding on such another level as well. Yeah. Wow. Um, so it's, um, yeah, it's, no, it's you- really turned into so much more than cups. Right. And that might go back a little bit into your background or your history. I don't know a lot about it. I, I think I've heard a little bit um, as far as um, were you a nurse or? I was a respiratory therapist for almost um, almost 29 years. And then um, we also we adopted our three kids. We were foster parents and we had See, there are like 37 or 39 kids that we fostered over the course of wow. between six and seven years. And um, so, again, we are kind of, um, I don't know, I find myself, you know, lots of lots of folks call me Mama Dutchie because mm-hmm. they, you know, I have that, I guess I have that, that uh, nurturing mother, either that or I'm just because I'm older, but mm-hmm. um and I think a lot of that goes back to, we, we discuss a lot of, a lot of things, trauma related, you know, stuff like that, that just resonates with so many people that are either maybe ashamed to speak out, mm-hmm. um, or maybe just not, um, you know, educated enough to, um, to get the answers or that that's not really the word, but you know what I mean? Like it's a, they don't know where to get resources, that kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. uh, we just pull together to to kind of give them the resources and kind of steer them and, and guide them um, to where they need to be. Right. Yeah. It's um, it's it's kind of hard when you you know, you have these feelings and especially as an adolescent, but not sure how to direct or if you think, oh, you're just overthinking this and maybe you're just being too hard on yourself, but it's still keeping it internal. It isn't, isn't good, you know? And right. Like, right. And that's what we talk about, that it is okay um, to talk about not being okay, you know? And, yeah. and it's like I said last night um, and it doesn't always even, it, it doesn't have to be you going up to your spouse or your best friend or, or your therapist or whatever and saying, I'm not okay. You know, I said, sometimes just, like when you're, when you're in bed or when you're sitting on the couch by yourself or whatever, just verbalizing, I'm not okay. Sometimes is, is all the validation that you really need. You don't have to discuss it with anybody. Just verbalizing it and getting it out there is almost the release that you need to just say, I'm not okay. And kind of talk to yourself about it. And sometimes that's all it need, That's all you need. And sometimes it's, you need, you need more, uh, more help, you know, more assistance and Mm -hmm. things like that. But sometimes just, just verbalizing that you're not okay is, is, is sometimes just the outlet that you need. Yeah. At least the starting point. Sure. I I know I, I journaled a lot of things out in certain times in my life, like just 
scribble, 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 you know, and right. It helped a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's so awesome though. I mean, it, um, and just, a, a whole nother, a whole nother world, you know, like who knew that, because how many times in TikTok world has it been kind of like, it's just people dancing on an app and. Yes. Yes. And we have, <laughs> I mean, I have to give um, Cass a shout out. I don't know if you know Cass, but Cass is the young man that entered my life. And this is just kind of shows you the, uh, how the, this whole middle age thing is. And uh, I get requests all the time to go live, you know, with me. And, and I just, I never pay them any mind. Well, um, I got one. I was getting ready. We had finished Dutchie after dark and Daniel had gotten off and I was getting ready to get off. And, and I got a request to go live and I, I don't even acknowledge them. I don't decline them. I just, I guess I'm honorary. I don't even have to lean over. I'm just like, after so many seconds, it'll disappear. And then yeah. something told me, um, accept that, accept that. And so it had one second left and I accepted it. Well, Cass was, he's a 22 year old, um, he, uh, he's hard of hearing. Mm. When he came into my life, he was like, hello. And he was signing Okay, as he was speaking. He's hard of hearing. Well, long story short, he is from Haiti. He was a child slave. Mm. He is branded. He was a child slave who was rescued or bought by a missionary when he was six years old for $60 and taken to an orphanage where he was adopted by a family in Ohio. And he is now, he plays football for Gallaudet in DC, which is a part of hearing slash deaf school pr predominantly. And um, he is now a staple in my life every night on Dutchie After Dark. But somebody asked him the other night and he is so pure. So, I mean, he is just precious. But they said, Cass, what made you just pop on to Miss Dutchie's life? Why did you choose her? To which he replied, he said, well, I saw that she was an old lady and old people like to talk. So that has become this. It is so funny because every night now he referenced, it's so cute. And so I said, I would not just let anybody get away with this. But he was like, um, he said, you know, and so now it's the running joke because I'm quote old. But yeah, he was like, you know, old people like to talk. And so now I'm always like, yeah, I know I'm old. And he's like, well, you're not old, but you know what I mean. And it was so funny because I reference that all the time. I'm like, guys, I don't know. People ask me all the time, you know, how did you become so successful? How did you, how did you grow so quickly? And I said, I don't know. I truly don't. I said, I am blessed beyond measure because I said, I'm just a middle-aged woman making cups on TikTok. And they're like, that's, that's where you're wrong. You know, the cups are what brings people in because they're generally like, Oh, what is she making? You know, but, um, it is much more. They said your music, um, helps keep us there because I usually play the seventies, you know, I'm a, I love the seventies <laughs> yeah. music. People love that music, but I think it's just the relatability. And like I said, the, um, I, we're just people helping people in my, in my community. And that's, that's what we do. And mm -hmm. I think that is, that is what also helps to um, draw people in and, and keep them, keep them there. Yeah. And I, honestly, um, you know, for me, even just my side and how I, I found you, you know, I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't looking for anybody making cups, uh, you know, literally it just, just came in and then, but I got drawn. So there, there just, I think just deep down internally, you know, and you have that connection then it just, it just happens, you know, cause I don't watch anybody else's live cups, you know, and right. I'm not going to say, well, I only, I only watch Miss, Miss Dutchie, but right. I will say that I think there is, there's just something else that's going on in, in your vibe. Because also I will say in the algorithm, it, w once you do have someone you're following, you know, with, they think then that you are interested and I have seen other ones and I'm like, no, no, no. And, and there's nothing against them. It's just that I think that there's something, it's a spark or a, um, a tick or something that you just get connected. I will share <laughs> that, um, my mother was from Kentucky and, um, as I'm in Michigan now, um, just, uh, North of Detroit, um, 
40, 50 minute, minutes away or whatever, um, just for a frame of reference. But uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's that. Maybe it was just like, huh, you know, that, that Kentucky connection, you know, I don't, I'm not sure. But anyway, um, right. I, the music is cool, but I think, um, you know, when you, when you do have another vibe in there, I think it, maybe it's just cause it just kept getting interesting. It wasn't just a cup all the time. It was, um, you know, like one night I remember there was a little girl that was, you know, making a cup with her mom or something, you know, and then, but then there was one night I, and I don't stay all the time. I don't stay all night either. Uh, I pop in and out and, um, uh, I could hear then Joe, like we mentioned earlier. And I was like, Oh, what's, what's he saying? You know? And I don't know. I'm just, but I'm also probably like, just like I said, genuinely interested in, in, um, personalities. Um, I, you know, I teach yoga and, and paddleboard and, and this podcast was, uh, created around sort of that, but also just, um, DIYers and people that, um, have a lot of inspiration. And we always say too, that it's more than just a board and a paddle. I mean, we've, you know, we're, we're, we're also mental health, you know, getting on the water and connecting with nature and things like that. And so that's why, you know, hopefully inviting, you know, someone like you, you're like, well, I'm not into yoga and paddle boarding. I'm making cups. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, but you, you have, you have more than just cups too. Sure. And that's like, that's what started as therapy for me. And my, my oldest son paddle boards. Oh, cool. That is kind of his, um, that was always his kind of like his outlet, you know? I mean, because as you said, you, you get out on the water and it's like at that moment, nothing else really matters, you know? I mean, and, and that was the whole basis that my, my whole business got started was, um, was a means to grieve, you know, was, I, I started coming out here and creating and was able to, um, talk with my dad, you know, without the kids being around and just, um, you know, talk to him and feel like he was still here and, um, that kind of thing. And I, and I also, I I said, there is no doubt in my mind that, that my dad is, is behind so much of my success. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I said, I, uh, they, someone did a newspaper, my local newspaper did an article and it said out of the, the title was out of grief, a star is born. And, you know, I don't know about the star part, but, but the grief part was definitely, I mean, that, that was so, so true because it's the whole reason that I started and, um, it's, and it, it, it really, it, it's, it's the reason that I still do that. You know, it's the, it's the reason I'm still doing what I'm doing. I love my clients. I love the Dutchie after dark and I don't know what I would do now without that, mm-hmm. but it's the creating. And like when I'm out here during the day, there's so much that goes on just without what, what they see in me making that cup is so, so minute as to what actually the process is. And so I still, when I'm out here by myself and I'm putting, you know, I have almost every turner up there is full with, of cups and I have to put extra coats of epoxy on and stuff like that. It is still therapeutic for me because I'm still out here by myself when the kids are in school and my husband's downstairs in his office and I'm still able to get out here and talk to my dad and, um, you know, do some off camera orders. And so it, it, it allows me to continue to, to, to get back to the whole reason that I started doing what I'm doing. Yeah. That's so cool. I love the story. I love, I love the story. I love the passion and obviously, you know, a piece in there that what you're talking about with your dad, you know, um, I mean, I'm coming up two years on losing my dad, you know, and that was right at that lockdown and pandemic. And it was just the craziest thing to go through. <laughs> right. Right. You know? It's, it's, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a pain that unless you've been through it, you know, and we were always, we love our mom dearly. There's no doubt about that, but we were daddy's girls. There were three of us and we were daddy's girls and, you know, he was out at my house every single day and just, um, 
you know, and so trying to struggle and find your new normal after something like that. And, you know, I question it all the time, like, will I ever find my new normal? You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's tough for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I so appreciate you coming on and um sharing all the 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 fun parts, the emotional parts. Sure. And, sure. Um I I really appreciate you. So. Well, I I appreciate you reaching out and like I said, um allowing me to uh to kind of tell my story, but um even more so like I said, it is about the cups, but I, it's it has come to be so much more than just the cups. And, um, like I said, I get hundreds of emails, um, basically daily and it's, um, so much there, there is so much support. And, and as I always say for every ounce of hate that I get, I get a pound of love. And, um, that is, is so true. Every time I, I, I open up my email, they just, my email is just flooded with, um, you know, you, you help my anxiety so much. Uh, you're, I mean, just, I, I could go on and on. And that at the end of the day is, is what, what makes it all worth it. Yeah, for sure. I love it. I love your message. Did you have any anything else that you would want to share to close out um, you, your website or uh, a, a, um, another again, message? You know, anything? I'm so I'm not I'm not a good businesswoman at all. My husband tells me that all the time because I'm like, oh, you want a cup? Okay, yeah, here. No, no. It, uh, it's okay. No, you don't have to pay me. And I'm just, I can't help it. That's how I am. And like, I can tell you, I think my website it's, it is Shan Sparkle Shop. I know that. Um, it is on Shopify. I think it is Shan Sparkle Shop dot my Shopify.com, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm not even, like I said, he is the behind, he is the guru. I do know the name of the shop is Shan Sparkle Shop and I am sold out. I am, I am, I can, I stay sold out. I stocked 631 cups on my last restock and they sold out in less than four minutes. Oh, wow. You are busy. Yes. So, um, I get that all the time. Well, I went, but you're out of stock. Yes. I apologize. But, but that, um, you know, that will at least allow you to check. I have like 35 to 40 different styles and sizes of cups and pricing and all that stuff is, is actually on my website. Cool. And of course, you on TikTok, you are, what is your name again? Uh, Mrs. Dutchie 73. Yep. Cool. Live every night, eight o'clock. <laughs> yes. Well, eight o'clock until whenever. Until yes. whenever. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Amazing. Absolutely. I love it. I so appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right.